This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey everyone, we have another bonus episode for you today and it was recorded on our Clubhouse app. Our Clubhouse guests for this episode are Lanka Jones and Ann Landstrom and they really had a great talk about self-value and what that has meant to them over the years. You'll also hear from some of the virtual audience who are listening in and sharing some of their own stories. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget the Portrait System goes live on Clubhouse every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific. Okay, let's get started with Lanka and Ann. Thank you all, everyone who's already joined us today. Um, This is the Portrait System on Clubhouse. If you're not familiar with the Portrait System, we are a podcast that has new episodes every Monday that features photographers who um, have done the Sue Bryce education method of building their business and have uh, profited in some way. Um, from their experience with Sue Bryce Education. So Anne and Lenka have been uh, with Sue for a very long time, and they're going to talk about one of my favorite topics today in the program, which is self-value. So we're going to have them start the conversation off, and then we're going to open the stage up to questions. So um, Lenka, Anne, why don't you go ahead and kick it off? Thank you so much for the intro, lovely Ella. So my name is Lenka Jones. For those who don't know me, I've been a member of Sue Bryce Education since 2015, and I'm one of Sue's mentors and supporters in the in our Facebook group. Uh, I'm a portrait photographer based in the UK, and together with the lovely Ella, we will be your hosts today. And our special guest today is a wonderful photographer and my dear friend, Anne Lindstrom, And today we'll be talking about self-value and mindset and why we believe that this is an essential and an important part of running a thriving photography business. So without further ado, let's start and please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for having me here today. I am Anne Landstrom. I am a portrait photographer with a studio in Carlsbad, San Diego, California. United States. I'm a Swedish import. I came here in 1984 from Sweden and uh, I have a, uh, I specialize in branding and boudoir. My clients say 
that when they have a shoot with me, they feel like celebrities and rock stars and I make them feel like royalty. So my jam is um, to raise people's self-esteem and also their online presence. And I'm super happy to be here today to chat with all you guys. Thank you so much and for, for sharing this with us. And I would like to kickstart with, with something interesting because Anne and I have known each other for, for a few years and, I've, and we've always been talking about the self-development and we've been massive fans of the secret and the law of attraction. And, and I know you've got an amazing story that I would love you to share with us about uh, this topic. So please do. Well, let me backtrack um, about 10 years. I, I um, went through a very horrible divorce and actually ended up homeless with my six-year-old at the time. And the only thing that I knew how to do was photography. I had gone to photography school previous years, and uh, but I was also home raising kids. So I hadn't worked as a full-time photographer or even uh, not having a studio or anything like that. I was more or less a, a second shooter for a friend of mine for, she was doing a lot of high end weddings and I also helped her put together her wedding albums. But um, as uh, being in that situation that I was, and I'm going to shake something that sits on my desk here. You can hear this. This is a plastic jar with coins in it. And I knew 10 years ago that when this coin jar was full, I had enough money to go and put gas in my car to go look for a job. Well, by my mindset and what I've, of course, a lot of hard work, I've taken this coin jar into a six figure business now. And how did I do that? Well, law of attraction is my jam. And I ended up listening to a lot of, I actually went back and I, I had seen the movie The Secret and I had uh, seen Lisa Nichols, who is uh, one of the speakers in there. And she was also a single mom. So I resonated with her. And since I was a single mom as well, and I figured, you know what, if she can do it, maybe I can too. So I started to follow her and uh, read all her books. I got every single law of attraction book and that I could find uh, and started to just bombarding my mind because what you think about come about and that goes with both positive and negative. And if you believe you can't do it, well, guess what? You're right. And if you believe you can, guess what? You're right. So it's just a matter of choosing your mindset and what you think. So to make a long story short, I, um, start following um, the law of attraction. And eventually I attracted Miss Lisa Nichols herself into my studio and ended up photographing her. Uh, I've photographed her numerous times now, but back then I, uh, saw, I saw that she was speaking in San Diego at a event there. And I said, okay, I have to go. I have to go meet this woman because she more or less saved my life. I was um, in, in the worst part, I was suicidal. I didn't want to, I, I felt this was not my life. I have no, there's no way to get myself out of this. I waited for people to come and rescue me. Nobody came. And with her voice in the back of my head, I, I thought you have to rescue yourself. And that's really what I did with, with, with using all this law of attraction techniques. So I went and saw her and after she spoke, 
this was at a small venue in San Diego. And after she spoke, I went up to talk to her and I said, Lisa, I know you don't know me, but I just want to thank you. You saved my life. And, uh, and I was holding some marketing materials uh, for for those of you that are listening, <laughs> the power of the magazine and uh, having the accordion cards. I had I held them because I was also networking at this event. And she goes, what do you got there? And she pulled my accordion card out of my hand. And she's like, wow, what what is this? And I'm like, well, I'm a photographer. And, and um, I was just networking here today. And she goes, oh, I need to have a photo shoot with you. So please um, contact my assistant and let's um, set something up. I'm going to be traveling 90 days, but when I get back, let's do it. So I kept on following up and I kept on following up and I kept on following up. And by that ninth email, she finally booked. And she later told me that she had tried to cancel this three or four times because she was worried about seeing herself in in because we were going to do a boudoir shoot that she was worried about her insecurities and here's this woman that travels around the world speaking about transformation and this was her last missing piece because she had been 200 pounds over 200 pounds and and uh, had gone through a lot of uh, sickness and um this was a healing experience for her and the transformation so the law of attraction was full circle that day in the studio because I helped her and she had helped me. So all I can say, it works. It's absolutely fascinating. I, I love this story. And it's funny because some might say, oh, how lucky Anne is. But to be honest, it's like Seneca, Roman philosopher says, luck is what happens when a preparation meets opportunity. So maybe if you were in the same situation a few years ago when you were, read, you were not ready, this is not how, you know, you would get your lucky, lucky break, wouldn't you think? Yeah, and, and it's what it comes down to uh, for a lot of us is fear. We fear that we're not good enough. We fear that we're going to make a fool of ourselves. We feel, we, we, we fear what people think about us. And uh, the truth is on the other side, on the other side of fear is freedom and a lot of opportunities. So you, you never just know what could, if I haven't felt fearful to go up and speak to her that day, I could have lost a huge opportunity to getting to know this woman. And not only is she a client of mine, she's now also a friend. And so I, I strongly believe that fear and your mindset of limiting beliefs and thinking about that you're not good enough or why me or, oh, no, I can't do it. And who do you think you are? All this stuff that this little itty bitty shitty committee that sits on your shoulder tells you every day in the mirror, right? You have to say, oh, no, who do you think you are? I am. Of course, you can't go up and talk to her. But you have to. You have to take opportunities and you have to get rid of your fear because fear, it just stops you to do so many things in life. That is so true. And I think that a lot of our members and, and photographers in general do struggle with self-value. So that brings me to the next question. What would you say or what would be your top tips for photographers struggling with self-value? What would you tell them? How would you advise? Well, we all criticize our own work and say that uh, and we compare ourselves. We compare ourselves with other photographers. We compare ourselves uh, with where, where we want to be. 
And uh, I say, stop, stop comparing yourself to anybody. You are a unique you and you have your unique style. And that's number one. Number two is I will definitely start investing back into self-development and uh, start listening to law attraction books or, or things that will take you to the next level and, and feeling secure about who you are as a person. Because once you start feeling and loving yourself first and believing in yourself, then people feel it. If you walk in with a room with your head down and feel insecure, you're going to attract the same thing back into your life. So I was the best faker faker uh, for a long time because I didn't, but fake it till you make it. It's, it's, it was just a time in my life that in this uh, last 10 years that I couldn't afford myself. I was charging prices that I couldn't afford. And I'm like, oh, I'm an imposter. Here I am charging these prices that I can't even afford to pay myself. But you know what? We all got to start somewhere. Absolutely. And here's an interesting one. I see a lot of posts in the group where people are saying, oh, I'm not my client. I would never spend 2K on a photo shoot and I'm struggling to sell and I'm not getting any clients in the door. But what are they saying? What is the message they're sending out there? Are they saying I don't value myself or and I'm not judging them because I used to think the same. I'm not my own client. I will not be able to spend 2K on a photo shoot with myself. But I did change that. It, it did change that when I, as soon as I booked the photo shoot, I booked the photo shoot for myself. And the reason for doing that was because I felt like I'm sell, selling something that I've never tried. And I thought maybe that would be the missing piece for me. And that's why I'm, I'm finding it hard to sell because there is a certain dissonance between what I was saying, what I was trying to sell and the belief Am I am I worthy? Am I is this going to work? So I I felt the whole experience and going through this experience and booking the photo shoot, choosing a photographer that I absolutely loved, and having paid for the for the for the whole experience, I feel helped me massively, and there was something really transformational about it. And for me personally, it was that missing piece to owning my pricing and actually believing in in the value that I'm giving my, my clients. How, how was it for you? And have you had the photo shoot yourself? Do you need anything like this in, in order to have that vision piece in the whole puzzle? So yes, I, 2015, when Sue Bryce had her first workshop in, in Los Angeles. And at that time I, I knew, I don't care how I'm going to do it. I'm going to borrow bag and, sell my children but I'm going to get there one way or another and somehow I put some some on the credit card some on PayPal credit and uh, I borrowed I had a little bit of money and I did because I valued it so I found a way to get there <clears throat> and once I was there I also booked the, at that time Sue was doing um, also photographing us so there was a second, a third day to this workshop where her and the mentors at the time, uh, you get to pay the extra to be photographed by all of them. So I did have that experience of being photographed by Sue Bryce, which had been on my vision board, you guys, for like four or five years before that. And here I am being photographed by Sue Bryce. I, I <laughs> and in the, I never forget it. In the training, she was going through and she said, "Yeah, and some." 
and some clients, you know, they, they get really nervous and they shake their lips or they shake this and that. And well, guess who was shaking her lips when she was getting photographed by Sue Bryce because I was so nervous. Like my, I never had a shaken lips in my life. <laughs> so shaking. <laughs> I can but totally I, relate to that. Yeah. And, and, but I valued really the experience and I, I, by being photographed, I now know how clients feel. I, I, it's it's like saying if you haven't been photographed and gone through the experience, it's it, it will be the same thing like saying if somebody has an illness and you say, yeah, I know how that feels. Well, you don't because you don't have that illness. This is so, sort of in a different way, a way of saying how can you how can you know how somebody feels if you haven't been putting out the money, you haven't been on the other side of the lens, you haven't prepared for the shoot, gone through everything that goes into a photo experience. And, and also, uh, how did, not only, how did it make you feel before, during, and after, this is all things that you, that you have to think about when you photograph people, and, and how you treat them, and how you make them feel. I think that's the major thing. How do they, how do you, how do they make you feel? No, absolutely, you're right. And it was very similar to me at the time when I booked um, the, the Sue's in-person workshop in 2016 in Versailles. I wasn't making that money. I was just starting out. I wasn't even portfolio building stage, but I wanted it badly. And one thing about me is that if I want something, I will find the way. And I think when you are almost forced, not I wouldn't use the word forced, but when you're in the situation when you have to find the money, you have to be resourceful. You have to find a way if you want to. If you want, if you want it bad enough, you will find a way. And uh, and I even booked a photo shoot one, with one of the mentors like, like yourself. Uh, Sue, unfortunately, wasn't available because, as, as we know, she's booked up three to four years ahead, but she recommended to book with one of the mentors, which I did. I chose high care because I loved her work and had the opportunity to go through the whole process and 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 learn through that experience how my clients feel was 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 priceless and not to mention if you go through that experience you can repurpose it you can then blog about it you can be for your clients you can be the person who went through it and you can talk about it and it's it's easier for them to relate to that experience as well so i i think for me personally, it was it was really important part in the whole process of of, of self value. Definitely, that that's for sure. So one thing I just want to say is I was actually listening to Sue's self value course on SBE yesterday, and then I was having a chat with a friend of mine who had actually you know has watched it before too, and we were just talking about how self value like it's it's something that. Y- you, I mean, I, I would say that you, you never really finish, right? Like, I feel like there are certain times in my life where I kind of complete a cycle and then it's time to go back and read, like, just read a, another book again or watch a video again because there's always different areas that I still want to improve and grow on. So every time I watch that video, there's just something in there that speaks to me at the level that I'm at in my life now. And I was wondering if you feel that way as well. Absolutely. I feel that by growth, the growth is, is just, you know, in everything. If, if we stop growing, we, we stop 
existing almost. I, I always strive for, and that's the paradox of imperfection. We we should be thriving for perfection, although it's unattainable goal. But without that force that is that is basically behind everything we do, we can't grow. And if we don't we don't grow, we just stagnate and we don't we don't get anywhere. That's that's my take on it. No, I, I totally agree, and and it's it takes time to to um, uh, believe in yourself, and and uh, I, I strongly believe. And when when I went back once I had been after my divorce, and I finally got uh, my a first photography job, and I had looked on Craigslist to to um, for jobs, and and saw this boudoir studio this was 10 years ago and boudoir was just kind of coming back on the market on the map and and this woman had started in the garage in denver and eventually had 16 studios across the country and i thought to myself well who the heck needs to have these pictures in their underwear what are you what are you going to do with those and and because i didn't value that at the time because i was sitting in my cotton uh came kmart or walmart underwears with the that left the sex sex appeal at the checkout counter. So I didn't value that. And, uh, but I thought, hey, there's a job and I need the money. So I am uh, gonna apply. And I did get the job and it changed my why. My, my, I, I understood like this is not really about the pictures. It's about the, uh, b- building self-love and self-value and, and uh, Eventually, I had the highest uh, uh, sales in the company, and the lady, Melissa, she said, Anne, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, you are having the highest sales of all the studios, <clears throat> and she goes, we just keep on doing what you're doing, whatever it is, and I thought to myself, what is it that I'm doing, and I realized it was, I put my camera down, and I connected with these women, and I asked, why are you here? How do you feel about yourself? Uh, what would you like to get out of this session today? What, what, um, what have you been through in life? And what is your backstory? And what is what? What do you see for yourself uh, after this session? And what is your expectations? And and how can I make you feel comfortable? We started connecting, and that's how the walls came down. It was not just I walked in and say, hi, I'm Anne, I'm your photographer today. No, I put my camera down and I connected with all of these women. And that's how the walls came down. That's how they became uh, in front of the camera. They they uh, they loosened up. And uh, that's when I got the great shots. And I realized that I had, I had uh, made, I think... In one year, my photography brought in for for her business, not mine, uh, one hundred and seventy five thousand. And I thought to myself, hmm, why can't I do that myself? And I, but I, but I didn't have the money to to uh, start a studio at that time. And uh, I ended up starting it in my little home garage. And uh, and again, you you start beating yourself up. Oh, who's going to want to come here? And then I started photographing one, then two, and they told their friends, and then they told their friends, and eventually, I was making uh, uh, twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a client, uh, shooting them in in the garage and on uh, my kitchen floor and my living room, uh, <laughs> my living room uh, table, and 
And that was all for me valuing myself and valuing what I did and understanding that I do have a value of what I do. And it's it's so true. And I think the connection is everything. And and what is important is people buy into people. So be valuable, be the person everybody wants to work with, you know, exceed your client's expectation and be so amazing that you can't be ignored. You know, just just what can you do to them for, for your clients and what you can do for your clients is, is something extraordinary. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, one client uh, that I photographed in my home before I, before I opened up the studio, she was nine, no, I'm sorry, she was 87. And um, her name was Jane. And I asked her, why now? Uh, what, what do you need these portraits for? And she said, well, I'm in the end of my life and I want to have a nice picture on my coffin. I don't want to have something off my iPhone or that somebody printed up. And, and I also want to leave some pictures for my, for my three daughters. <clears throat> so she had never been photographed before, never had the whole experience of having hair and makeup. And my hair and makeup artist and I just totally pampered her and um, gave her an experience that just blew her away. Three months later, her, one of her daughters calls me and says, no, number one, hi, I'm Jane's daughter, and thank you so much for the beautiful pictures that you created. But the reason I'm calling you is that you changed, you changed our mother's life. And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? Well, she's always had a bad self-esteem all her life. Never felt good enough. And ever since the photo session, she walks taller She's a whole different person. So this is the power, as Sue tells us over and over again, that we have if we connect to people and tap into, into them and not worry so much about the pictures, but the experience that we bring to these people because you don't know their backstory. You don't know uh, if you can change somebody's life and how they see, see themselves. And if you come across from that mindset, uh, you, the money will come with it. Absolutely. It's, it's about equal exchange, the, the value in, in what we do. And, and if that is perceived on both ends, uh, the way it is, and it's, it's, it's value, you are valuable and, and you are bringing something to the table that no one else can do. You know, it's people are booking and because they want to, to book in. And every time I hear people, oh, there's another photographer popping up in the neighborhood doing this and that. Don't, don't worry about other people because, you know, there's only one end and nobody else will be better end than you. And people are not looking for the cheapest. They're looking for the best. And that's when they come to you. Well, the, talk about self-value. I, I, I had, this was also when I was working from home and I had somebody come in for a consultation and we looked at, this, I brought up images and showed them, um, other, uh, my, my products and everything. And then she goes, why are you so expensive? And of course, this is after I had started with Sue and brought up my, my, my shoot and burn prices. And, and I, looked, I looked her right in her eyes and I said, because I've gone through the training, I, I create uh, legacy images that uh, not only you will keep forever, but also the whole experience that I provide for you is something that you will never forget. But if you'd like me to recommend another photographer uh, that is more in your price, price range, I'd be happy to do that. That's not a problem. And she goes, no, 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 no. When is your next available appointment? 
So while she walked <laughs> out of the door, I stood behind the door and I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe I have said that. But that was like no turning back after that day of self-value. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So at this point, I think it'd be great if we wanted to open up the stage to questions or stories. So if you have any questions for Anna or Lenka, please raise your hand. Or if you have any questions just in general in regards to Sue Bryce education or the portrait system, I'd be happy to answer those as well. Or if you have um, if you have a story you'd like to say, tell us about just in regards to self-value or um, or just something having to do with mindset, that would be a fun story to share. We'd love to hear that as well. So I'd like to welcome uh, Wani. Wani, up to the stage. Hiya. Hi, ladies. Thanks for sharing your story, Hi. Anne. Quick question. You know how you said you followed up with Lisa like nine times? Like, because I always feel like I follow up once and then I don't want to be a bother, so I leave it. So what were you like saying and how were you following up so it didn't feel like you were kind of stalking her, but you were just like checking in? Like, do you have any tips for like just being persistent with following up on things you want and potential clients? Well, if you talk to um, my dad, who's still in, who's still uh, alive at 88, he would say I was always very stubborn and never took no for an answer. So that's part of it. But also, <clears throat> um, I didn't get a no. I, I got, uh, well, she's not ready yet, or she's still traveling, or she's still, and I'm like, okay, when would be, when would be a good time? Should I check in with the, in a week? This, I was still dealing with her assistant. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just check in a week. And then I kept on doing that until I got the yes. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. The one thing that I've noticed, and, and it pops up a lot in the group, is people from all around the world saying, oh, but. I understand that in America this this uh, type of business is working, but I'm going to use example of the UK because I'm in the UK. Even when I was starting out in in 2016, they were always supposed, oh yes, of course, those American photographers. It's so much easier because Americans spend a lot of money on photography and people in blah blah wherever it is in the UK don't do that. We are not as vain, etc., etc., and I always felt that this is just not true, and Sue is is has always proved that this is this is not true. So I remember at the time people were asking, "Is there anyone in the UK successfully running a portrait studio using Sue's pricing?" And people would say, "No, nobody's doing it." And I remember thinking that I want to be that person. I want to be that person. If anyone asks, they will say, "Yeah, there is there there are a few photographers, and 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 they are doing it." and I didn't know when, I didn't know, I didn't have a time frame for it, but I knew it's going to happen. And I just had a blueprint like we all have. And, and all I did was just following what, what Sue was teaching us. We didn't have to reinvent the wheel. We had a blueprint that we can just follow and make it happen. I didn't have a plan B. I knew it's going to happen. I just didn't know exactly when. And Christina, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to unmute your microphone now. And make sure to introduce yourself. My name's Christina Mullen, and uh, I just joined about a year ago. Um, 
I just had a quick story, actually. It was about self-value. I had a tough time convincing my husband, you know, that this was a route I wanted to go because everyone around me, of course, has the shoot and burn prices. And and I tried to discuss with him, like, this is why I'm going to charge this much. I'm putting in this much time. I'm doing all, I'm learning. I'm, and his response was, why don't you charge less than everyone around you? So that way you get more clients. And that was the end of the conversation. I was like, I, I can't have, I can't talk about this with you. And uh, later on about, I don't know, a few months later, I started gaining my, my folio building clients, which I was charging, but at a uh, discounted rate, um, but still much higher than, you know, than what he was suggesting. Um, I, I am still very, very new. So my, my average sale is only $600 right now. I've only sold like five, you know, um, portfolios, uh, uh, building, uh, sessions. Um, but I can come to him and I can say, look at, look, how, look what I'm selling. Look, I just sold a, you know, $900 package. I just did. And he just looked at me and he goes, I'm proud of you. I, I didn't know. I I'm proud of you. And it really kind of, um, validated what I was doing because I stood my ground and and uh, decided that no you know what no my value is based on me that's his limit and not mine and it was so fun to just see his face drop and go good for you I'm I'm proud of you I love that and it's been very similar for me and that's why I found being part of a community that that SB is is for all of us and having friends and like-minded people around me has been very important because I remember when I said to my husband how much I am going to charge or my family they they just all thought it's crazy and nobody's going to pay it but again those are their limiting beliefs and for whatever reason they they have them it, it has nothing to do with me so I always think having having your tribe or people where you can talk about it and lift each other up and talk about the hurdles that you have always helped. And to me personally, I'd rather be known as the most expensive photographer in my area or than than be part of a uh, hundred other photographers who are who are fighting for the hundred pound deals in a bluebell field, family sessions, shoot and burners, because that's not what my clients expect from me and this is not what I want to do. I'd rather do one photo shoot for two thousand than 20 photo shoots for 100 pounds it's 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 a no-brainer isn't it so well done well done christina it's great that you you have that in you and and don't listen to the naysayers because once they see the money coming in the family members then they go like oh okay it, it is possible and also another thing that i've learned is um i've i have i wouldn't be where i'm at today if it wasn't for uh having mentors and getting to the next level so i always invest about 30 percent of my income back into education of myself and self-development and one thing that i've learned is if you have to build your business on cement solid grounds you can't build it on sticks and i am a, a, a true right brain artist and numbers and charts and all of that was just uh, chinese foreign to me so once I figured out and broke things out down and, and what everything cost, my cost of goods, how many hours did I put in with every client and, and, um, and then figured out how many, 
how much do I want to make? And how many clients do I need to get in front of to make that money? And when you start breaking it down, well, then what you're charging is not maybe enough because you you have to break down and see like, okay, how much am I paying myself? Are you paying yourself before, you, before you're hiring or paying anybody else? And doing that was a huge eye-opening. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm not making that much money with these prices. I need to raise my prices. So once you start realize, oh, once you break it down, that maybe you are not charging enough. And I think that was a big eye-opening in self-value and believing like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, like Lenka said, I'm not a shoot and burn photographer. I run a luxury boutique studio where the clients come in and they be treat, they are treated like royalty. And it, I have high end products, products, and uh, my packaging and everything looks uh, very high end. So once you crunch all those numbers and and figure things out, it's it's not. Um, you don't feel like you're charging too much. So hopefully that makes sense. No, absolutely. Because, you know, it's, as we all know, it's not just clicking the camera. It's all the years of education, all the, all the mentoring, all the softwares, you know, all the, the equipment. It's just so much that goes into it. And, and your talent that is unique. And that's why people book you because, like I said, if somebody's looking for the cheapest, they will not book you. But if they're looking for the best in town, they will definitely, they will definitely go to you. And that's that's but what also you are. like a, but also like a, it's you can be a fantastic photographer and a really bad business person, and you're not going to make any money. So you really have to jam up your business side of your business because your talent is not going to make you money alone. If you don't know how how to get your SEO up or how to build your business to make money, you're not going to make money. It, it's, I felt like nobody knew where I was or couldn't find me because I hadn't built, hadn't built my foundation for my business. And in the city of all the photographers in there, there's only 5% that are grossing over six figures because the rest are, uh, doesn't know how to, the run a business and I was one of them I mean I finally now have invested in enough business coaches and and uh, a lot of, of coaching so because business was not coming was not something that was uh, uh, I knew I, I I didn't know how to how to set up a business to run successfully so I feel at this point I have poured so much money into myself and my business that I, I probably would have been a doctor at this time with the education <laughs> or the money of education and stuff that I poured in uh, because it, it, you can't just go and, and open up a successful photography business without, without um, putting money into it. It's just impossible. Right. I mean, you think about time as a resource as well. So um, in terms of self-value, one thing that you could look at, for example, is if if you are a retoucher or if you it's re learning retouching is something you really want to do because you're, you're compelled to do that and it's just something you want, then that's great. Put your time and money into that. But if that's not you and you're trying to like make yourself be that, it's just not going to help your ship go faster. So instead, you know, you might want to look at outsourcing your retouching because if you just, you know, choose to spend your money on that, then that frees up your time and you're able to just, you know, move faster. 
Absolutely, the, the whole outs- outsourcing of um, all low income tasks does make sense because you know rather than doing something that you a hate doing or b can outsource because in that space of time you can make more money doing something else then then it's a no brainer so so yeah absolutely I'm, yeah and I'm and and, up, and, and b where where your superpower is if your superpower is to create you know these po- these portraits or uh, then hire the other hire people like you said like every toucher i just hired a, a va and a marketing company last year which has helped me take care of the stuff on the back end which i can't i don't have i don't want to work 20 hours a day i'm exa- i mean you'd be on top of being a single mom uh, i the, i was just working so hard for so many years that i was getting burned out and then you want to say okay listen i uh, if i hire somebody to do this for me, then I can actually focus on getting networking and getting more people in and photograph them because that's where my superpower is, is, is uh, connecting with people and photographing and then having somebody else do all email responses and phone and um, on the back end. And once you break, break down that your hourly, what you want to make and what you're paying a VA you, you, you look at the numbers that it's no, a no brainer. No, absolutely. You're you're right about it. I can see Kat has joined us up on the stage. Hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. Hello. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Okay. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad I can come today. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, like when we start talking about like the self value component especially when we're just starting or when we're struggling and we're trying to like bridge that gap between, okay, like I'm folio building and people are coming for folio builds, but I don't have consistent clients. And you're like, I've done the work, right? There is a comfort in not quite making it. And it's really easy to prove yourself right, right? Like, oh, well, I knew it wouldn't work anyway. Or I know how to navigate my life when I'm struggling. I was really good at that. Like I could put off the power bill to pay the phone bill and then make sure that I could get to my insurance bill next week. But then when you have money coming in and you're still operating that way and you haven't quite looked inward enough to realize that not only are you valuable enough to receive for your work, but you're valuable enough to keep it. Well, that's really when it like tripped for me was like, wait a minute, Kat, like you have sales, but the money is just pouring right out of you. What is going on? And it wasn't until I was able to look at what was actually happening, what my behaviors were. Only then was I able to be like, oh, I'm just throwing money away because I don't believe that I actually deserve it. And then you start looking at that and going into all of those deeper stories of, oh, well, I just assumed I would, I would fail at this, right? So, yeah, that was just the kind of the thought that was running through my head from your conversation. 
That could be all stuff that goes back generations where your parents said, oh, money doesn't grow on trees or we don't can't afford that. We don't have the money. I mean, I grew up, with, I didn't grow up with rich parents. And, and that's something that I heard a lot like, hey, no, we, you can't do that because we don't have the money or money doesn't grow on trees. So having that mindset, I think, blocks you also for for charging or valuing. So that's another thing that I worked on with coaches to unlock my limited belief about money. And um, and one thing, which is a great quote, is either you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. <laughs> so oh, yeah. which, one, which one do you want to do, do you want to believe? And uh, sometimes, of course, you have that little shitty committee sitting on your shoulders saying you can't. But once you learn how to control your mind and you catch yourself, you keep on catching yourself over and over again and say, hey, you shut up up there because I can and I'm going well, to do it. What is it? Sue says, she says, uh, you can let fear in the car, but you just don't let it drive. Like you can recognize that voice for what it is. You don't yeah. have to embrace it and decide that it's truth yeah no, and it's absolutely. Like we all have fears and it, it will always be there it's about having the fear and doing it anyway just just going for it absolutely and fear but, yeah uh, fear of success i mean fear of being successful like kat was mentioning what what why if we become successful then what or who it, it, that's another limiting belief that, that oh, yeah. well because uh, here's the real trick right is okay well if i'm successful what happens if i screw it up and i fail anyway what does that mean then right? we have to start over then we have to you know get those scratch up those bruises and and crawl crawl up again and and like something that lisa nichols says is like for every breakdown there's a breakthrough right absolutely oh, so, Linda, I think you have a question or a story you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I really just wanted to um, say that, like, literally every single thing that Kat and you guys have said, I mean, I've lived it, I'm still living it, and um, I've come to a couple of really aha moments this week in particular that... Um, I really think that people don't pay enough attention to their brand and that that's like probably the number one thing before even your website. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. important to reach people. And um, so, yeah, I mean, and the whole fe uh, fear of um, failure. I mean, I'm expert at that. I'm, I'm an expert at not letting myself succeed because you know i've got this block and that block and i don't i don't know it's it's like um being a hamster on a hamster wheel yeah and and there is really no magic wand or secret recipe it's it's just like the nike commercial says it, just do it and, well, right and i i yeah. feel like you know the whole thing about well what if i'm successful then i actually gotta work you know yeah and yeah and Being an entrepreneur is hard. It's easier to work for somebody because once you come home, you're done. As an well, entrepreneur, right. you're never done. 
Yeah. And if you just are throwing pretty pictures up, you know, you're going nowhere. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, it's one of those things where, you know, like when you're learning to read, you have to see a word so many times before it really lodges in your brain. I mean, I'm at the point where I feel like I just need to keep banging my head against the wall until, <laughs> until I succumb, you know what I mean? To myself. It's, um, yeah, we are our worst critic. It's a war. Yeah. yeah, Against yourself, your, your mind. And, you know, I think I know I get my, I get caught up of course in my own mind. And one of the things that I've been doing lately to kind of break those cycles that I get into is I like the idea of giving myself grace. So if I find myself being hard on myself about X, Y, and Z, you know, I just, I, I give myself the grace that I need to, to get, like, not be so riled up, not be so upset with myself about, you know, not doing whatever it is that I should be, that I should be doing. I, I really try to get rid of those shoulds in my life. That's one of those words. Of, if I say something to myself, like, oh, I should really get back. Yeah. That don't, person, you know, don't, don't should on yourself. Yeah. Don't <laughs> should on yourself. So you know, if you could practice giving yourself grace in those times to kind of like diffuse the situation and then maybe just set a goal, like just like whittle things down to one thing. So if there's just one thing that you can get done in your day that will just help you progress in the way that, that you want to do, like what's that one thing that you can do? And yeah, then it's just, just cracking the nut and going yeah. one at a time. Just getting it done. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe the next day, if you're feeling, feeling good, you know, maybe it's two things. So well, I have to things. say that Clubhouse, I mean, I haven't been this excited about the business aspect of things since seriously, like since maybe Creative Live started. Um, you know, I think Clubhouse has really um, re-energized me and... I don't know. I don't know if you all feel the same that it's a, it's a great platform. Yeah, yeah, I, I no, agree. It, it is absolutely. Thank okay, you. Well, thank you for contributing, Linda. Aaron, it looks like you are next up. If you have something to contribute. Hey, everybody. Hi, Aaron. Hey, thank you. Hi, Aaron. Hey, and um, yeah, I just am relating so much. To, I just hopped on a few minutes ago, but I'm just relating so much to everything that like Kat said and um, I everything that Linda just shared, I believe it was Linda, just like that internal war with yourself around self-value. And um, I think it was Linda that just said that, um, I've never heard anybody say this out loud before, but the like taking a comfort in um, like not having to work that much or not having to work that hard when you're not as successful, you're not, not making as much stuff happen. Like, um, you know, like a few years ago, I definitely was like taking this comfort in, um, like not like just having a lot of free time and the idea of like not having as much free time as I had kind of would give me anxiety. And I would be like, I don't know why it was just like this idea that like I would have a life where I was just really busy and things were happening. And that would mean that I just wouldn't have 
the free time to just sort of float around like I was doing and, um, or the free time to, you know, dive headfirst into a relationship without giving it a lot of thought or whatever it was like, um, I really did take this like comfort in that. And then as, you know, as the years have gone on and I've, um, expanded my business as my relationship to self value has like changed, um, and just continues to continues to change over time. The more work I do on myself, um, you know, like I'm a hundred times more busy today than I was even a year ago. And now it's like, I love being busy. You know, it's actually really helpful for the head trip of like the self doubt and the, um, and just like the, the constant battle of self value that still is present and still comes up. Um, but I've just found that like when I actually pick up my camera and it's like, I have a job that I have to show up for. Um, it's, it's like, it quiets my brain actually, even though like, I think before there was a lot of questioning of, you know, like, am I creating work that's good enough? Is the client going to be happy? Like, do I deserve the money? All that stuff. Um, you know, it's not that those things aren't still questions that will pop up, but like it's as soon as I pick up the camera and I'm able to just focus on the client and focus on like the task at hand, all of that stuff will sort of quiet down for the time being. And so I found actually like the busier I am lately, the more calm I actually am, the more calm my head is and the more I sort of am able to build, um, to continue to build that confidence. And, um, you know, that just results in momentum. That's like, more money, more business, um, bigger sales, you know? And so it's like, you know, I don't know. I guess, it, yeah, I just relate to all of that stuff. It's like a muscle. It, it, it's like a confidence muscle. You, totally. You, you have to keep on building it. It's just not something that you wake up one day and you're, I think as artists, we are so hard on ourselves. It doesn't matter what art form you're in. I think artists are just very... Uh, hard on that but it's uh, I have one thing that sits on my desk that I read to myself every single day and it says the only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself and that's so true because <laughs> we have that voice that always tells us that stuff and oh absolutely if, <laughs> yeah if, if it wasn't for controlling that bullshit story that we keep on telling like I, I had to, because I know procrastination is so easy, but somebody told me once, when you procrastinate, the only one that you're screwing is yourself. And I'm like, hmm, that is so true. Um, yeah. So so what I started to uh, set up my Google calendar, and I have everything from 7 a.m., till in the evening, call in color, I have all of it planned out, to... Uh, consultations, shoots, whatever it is, to my own personal time. So I can't sit and say I don't have, I can't have personal time because I actually schedule it. I love it. I love it. And and, and I've started ever since I started doing it. I I just feel like yeah, it's it's you just leverage your time a little bit better. I don't know whether you've heard about this Pomodoro method. It's basically I don't know whether you know it. I've it's heard it. Yeah, it's just put a timer for just put a it's the Pomodoro it's it's the it's the clock 
nice to be to time when you cook and it just looks like a tomato and it's from Italian pomodoro, I think it's, it's uh, tomato in Italian. But basically, you just work in 25 minutes increments. So you just put a timer for 21 minutes. You have a task, you do it, you finish it, and then you move to something else. And it has helped me massively because I've, I've been rubbish with with time management and and this is just you know small chunks of of tasks that you have throughout the day and it it really helps me just just being on the track and and, and something that's a time, time suck is social media like you say oh i'm just gonna go on facebook and look at something well hello yeah. an hour and a half later uh, or clubhouse yeah. <laughs> or Absolutely. you know you really Instagram, have to monitor yeah. you have to really monitor your time on social media because it could really suck your time well and on that note speaking of time we are getting close to the end but i wanted to make sure that dennis and wani are able to uh, ask their questions or stories so dennis if you want to go ahead hi guys um Three things, uh, and they're kind of like circle back around to what Lenka said. Um, I started jumping into rooms mostly just to listening here on, in Clubhouse while I'm editing. Um, and I think most of the people in this room that um, are a part of SBE pretty much take Sue's lessons for gospel because they work. But for four years, I've always found a way to, well, but I just need to tweak it a little bit because, you know, for, for my own personal situation. And that's total crap because it didn't work. It didn't work because it didn't work. It didn't work because I didn't work it. But now I'm hearing people who have no connection with Sue or SBE whatsoever, but they're saying the exact same thing and they're doing it right now. And it's really, you know, it, it's pretty much of do your business or get off the pot. And in the last three weeks, I've booked $15,000 worth of bookings, um, which is almost about what I made last year. Um, and I, congratulations. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, you know what? Because I can do it. Yes. And now I have actual proof because I, I just, what's the, the phrase that you use so often? I got out of my way. Yep. Uh -huh. And now that you see the result, it, it's going to give you that boost to, to do more of it and, oh, and do it with more that. confidence way and definitely that. will help you with the self -value. So that's brilliant. Congratulations. Yeah, then. It, that's it's wonderful. just, it, it's fabulous. Um, the other thing that, that someone said uh, as far as the, the not getting into, and this goes back to a clubhouse thing, um, and I, I don't, I'm a political junkie. Needless to say, I could easily give my last four years of virtual inactivity to dealing with that. But you know what? Didn't do any good. They took care of it. We're back on our track now, and I don't listen to the news anymore. I just don't. Why? Not because I'm not interested, because I don't have an active part in it. I vote. And now I'm taking care of myself. And now I'm taking care of my business and my clients. And I, the reason that I got on this to, to, to say this is because Lincoln said, I haven't been this excited in so long. Yeah, like 10 years. 
I mean, I That's just, awesome. it, it's like I'm breathing B12 all the time and it's exciting and it's wonderful and it really is. And I think a lot of it came from hearing people who are not, you know, following the, the, the company line and not throwing the, the taglines around that, that as wonderful as they are, um, I it's like I'm getting a little bit more of it hearing from people who are closer to where I am than are where Sue is and where she's been through or Nikki or Bethany or, or Sarai or, you know, the ones who have already done it. Um, hearing those same things from people who are doing it right now for the first time has really, really hugely made a difference for me. Yeah. And you know what? I'd actually like to speak of that real quickly, just as the director of community success, um, part of my plans for 2021 and, and last year as well is, is to start bringing in more member stories of what, like, no matter what level that you're at, like if, if you are doing the work, whatever level that is for you, we want to start hearing more of your stories and we want to watch you grow. We want to see where you go. So there's, I, I can't say more right now, but there's definitely going to be some more things coming uh, sort of down the pipeline, so to speak, in regards well, like, to ha- sharing like with, those stories. With the podcast that Nick is doing, those are great. Those are fabulous. But again, those are from people who have already succeeded who aren't going through it right now. I think it would be really great to have some type of a forum where, I I mean, because you see posts every once in a while. Um, I just did my first, my first IPS reveal. I just did my first IPS sale. Um, Those are the people that I want to hear about because I've, I've been doing, you know, I've been doing this for 24 years and I did my first IPS like two years ago, you know? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so totally. I, so I so. really get a, a huge boost from people who are where I'm at right now and are doing it. And, and you know what, it works and, and hearing what they did, you know, I came up and, and the daughter really wasn't crazy about the pictures, but, but mom really loved them. So just got on. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally hear you. And um, yeah, I, th- I think everyone's story is valuable. And I actually, I really appreciate hearing, you know, all of the stories of where people are at in the group. So, yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing this with us. And sure. I just, uh, in an interested time, I want to go and make sure that we can get Wani and Oliver in to this chat and everything. But Dennis, thank you so much. Thank you for your participation in the groups too. I know I've seen you in there and, and um, yeah, just, just thank you oh, for your support today. I'm too. not, I'm not familiar with voices, but Ella, since I see that that was you that just said that, Sweetie, you rock the Casbah. You are, you are it. You are the abs. TPM, next time it happens, first drink's on me. Because you know what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You are like. Ally uh, is the bomb. You, you, beyond is. the bomb. Beyond the bomb. Uh, you are mucho appreciated. Okay, I'm out. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. You. So, Wani, what do you have for us? That was awesome. Um, Yes, I just wanted to share a little bit about my story in case it helps someone else. So when um, the ladies were talking about self-value being a muscle, and it's something that you constantly have to practice. So I've followed Sue since Creative Life, and I've watched the mentors evolve 
over the years, which have been amazing. And I was based in Lagos, Nigeria. And, and shoot and burn was the typical thing. Session fees weren't a thing, but a group of us who were obsessed with Sue decided we were going to introduce Glamour into Nigeria. And we did that. And over the last, what, five years, we grew to be a premium photographer, more expensive. Like Lenka says, I'd rather be the most expensive person around and have clients value you, pay for you, than be doing lots of different shoots. Fast forward to a year and a half ago where I moved places to the UK. Um, and suddenly I found that I was afraid to say my prices anymore. So in Lagos, if someone said, oh, you're so expensive, I'd be like, oh, that's okay. If your budget ever increases, please come back to me. I'd love to work with you. And then now what I was charging £2,000 for, I was afraid to charge £200 for and nothing had changed. All that happened was my self-confidence had plummeted because I was starting all over, starting a business from scratch. No one knew me. I had the safety of my brand. I felt like it was no longer there. And I had to do a lot of self-work and mindset work to actually remind myself like, dude, you've done this before. You can do it again. And, you know, the, the thing about pricing, the number doesn't actually matter. It really doesn't. It's how you feel about the number. And that's the only thing. You can throw any number out there and someone will think you're too expensive. Someone will think you're too cheap. Someone will love you and want to pay you. And someone says, you know, I can't get enough of you. But it's that confidence you know, when our confidence is um, affected, it affects the way we're able to price. So for me, I did a lot of work. And then obviously I opened my studio two weeks before the whole country went into lockdown. So there were a lot of challenges, but doing the mindset work. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a great year. But doing the mindset work and staying really focused on who I was as a photographer and what I wanted, I was able to even during the pandemic pandemic grow my um, average back up to 2,500 and I had my second highest sale ever even in a pandemic and you know and it was really just staying focused on my aesthetic continuing continue to show up and to serve each client with everything I had you know and not taking it personally when people said no you know so for me it's always been how many no's do I need to get through to get to my yes and I usually it's like nine people will tell me no one person will say yes but because your prices are right when that person says, yes, it's worth all the news, you know? So the self-value work, I still have, you have to do it every day. You know, like the lady said, you have to do it every day. You have to, there will be slums. Sometimes your confidence will be accepted, affected and you just need to keep on showing up, keep on reminding yourself. I keep like a little win book so I can go back and say, you were awesome that day. Remember when that great thing happened? To just keep on making, you have to be your biggest cheerleader because, you know, <laughs> that inner critic can be quite vicious. You know, and if you listen to it, you'll never achieve what you want to. And like Lenka said, literally, when I first moved here, and I was like, okay, what's everyone pricing? Can we do this here? And it, the sentiment was so negative. It was even, even now. And, I, and everyone was like, no, no, you can't charge more than 500 pounds. Oh, maybe you can charge 600 pounds of boudoir, but that's pushing it. And I was talking to photographers who've been working for 10 years, for 20 years, and when I'd ask an SBE, you know, I'd be like, okay, but is anyone doing it? And everyone would be like, Lenka's doing it, Lenka. And literally, if you, when you type in who is doing this in the UK, Lenka is the first name that comes up. And, and, and sometimes it's the only name that comes up, which is a little bit worrying. But the point is that because she had that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's more of us like you know Rodney's doing it as well but it's true and this is the reason I know it, it, it's not even a selfish reason but I, I really wanted to have that kind of 
power to say yes it's it's working you know I, I'm, I'm doing it so it's it's possible no exactly. because it is possible yeah no because what i did was i now went back i literally went back to all lenka's posts starting from like 2015 you know to like track her journey you know and like and, and like dennis was saying he was like oh i wish i was there when people were just starting but the thing is it's all there in sbe you can track people if you look at sarai's journey nikki's journey i've seen everyone grow when everyone's asking what's a v-flat how should i charge what should i do about makeup you know like lenka's asked all those questions you know and all one thing that was consistent in what lenka was saying was that i am going to be the pro- i don't care if no one else is doing it i'm going to do it i'm going to do it and that's just the power of attraction, the power of self-confidence, and the power of not having a second. There's like no other option. Because sometimes we give ourselves a way out and go, okay, I'll try it for a little while. If it doesn't work, I'll give up. But when you're like single-minded focuses, this is what I'm going to do. There's no other choice. You figure it out. And look at how great Lenka is doing and other people, all the other people. So I think just even if you're, they are, if you need to go back and track people, you can look at their journey and you can see when they hit their first big sale. Oh, my first thousand pounds. Oh, my first 2000 pounds, you know, because obviously the people that are more popular in the SBA group are the people who are, have now been successful over a few years, you know, and those are the people we pay attention to, but the other people are sharing their journeys as they're doing it right now. And they're sharing those milestones. So if, if you, there's someone you like, just go back and look at their posts and it'll, it'll encourage you and inspire you to just keep on moving. So thank you, ladies. Oh, I love that. I love that, Bunny, and thank you so thank much you. because this yeah. is exactly me. When I started, I was looking at Bethany, I was looking at Nikki's, mm. I was looking at Sarai's post, and and those were the people who were like a year, two years ahead of me. And the way I was looking at it is like, okay, this is where I will be next year. This is where I will be in two years' time. So having those people that you kind of follow in their footsteps so to speak are people who are doing it you know that this is where you are heading and this is this is where where you can be in in, in whatever time frame you you have for yourself but i'm very stubborn so you know <laughs> i never had a plan b it was it was just a matter of time and i knew it's it's inevitably come to going to pass but i just didn't have a time frame it wasn't for me like okay it has to happen by you know I don't know, 2017 or 18. I just knew I'm, I'm consistently working towards this and I still am and I still will be because, you know, then something else comes up, you know, and I will, I will want to achieve something else. But that's what I mean by, by working on it daily and having that plan and that vision that that's what's going to be there. That's what's going to be there. That will be driving force behind everything you do. So well done, Wani. And I know that, you know, you, you, yeah, you're well getting done. there. Like, honestly, brilliant. And it does, everybody has their own journey. We we're, we're all have different circumstances. I mean, some people have money in the bank to pour into this and it goes faster. Some don't. It take longer. Some has more time. Some of us are moms. Uh, we have young kids or single moms or we, we all have obstacles. So you can't compare yourself to a, B, and C. Just compare to your own journey. And I believe that we forget to look back in the rearview mirror uh, and, and celebrate. Like, where was I three years, five years ago? I mean, hey, 10 years ago, I lived out of a penny jar to get gas in my car. And today, I, I have a six-figure business. So that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, I worked my butt off. And and I didn't have any cash in the bank to do this. So for anybody that's listening to this, 
that says, but I don't have any money. I don't have this and that. It's like, do what you can, but do it. Whatever, whatever uh, that is. Find the way. Find the way. Find the way. Yeah. If there's Absolutely. a will, there's a way. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Wani. Um, I just want to make sure that we get to Oliver, and then we're going to need to actually close this room out for the day. But thank you again. Thanks, ladies. Can I just say thank one you, thing, Wani. Ella, before you, before Oliver? If if sure. you guys in the room found um, value from us today as speakers, please follow us here on Clubhouse and on our Instagram, and we will follow you back. Yes, please do. Um, Oliver, go ahead. So, uh, hello everybody, good, good evening or good morning, uh, depending where you are. Um, I'm Oliver Lozano, I'm living in Stuttgart in Germany, and um, I have a storytelling agency and I'm a media production. And last year, I mean, also because of COVID, um, I got really frustrated and depressed with my work because it was, everything was around marketing and I, I, I actually never wanted that, but it became like that. And it was a good year. It was also a six-figure year, so I can't complain about that. Um, what I wanted to share you, uh, with you guys is that a, a major shift I had in my mindset was, um, and it wasn't last year, it was a few years ago, where I felt really um, guilty for doing what I did, you know, because when I charged money for what I was doing, um, I was, well, not, not ashamed, but I, I always had this, like, felt like a cold metal um, um, bowl in my in my stomach when I was talking about charging, because I mean right now I'm shifting to um, I, I I I I did shoot portraiture usually business portraits now I'm doing glam portraits and boudoir and nude and erotica shoots which is just fabulous because I have private customers which come because they want and not because they have to that's what my customers before had to do because they needed campaigns or they needed pictures or movies for their uh, websites or their um, whatever they wanted to sell and do and I mean since I come from a country that is very let's say uh, engineer driven Germany is very engineer driven and the city I live in Stuttgart is famous for its two big uh, brands of cars uh, which is Mercedes-Benz and Porsche and we have Bosch so it's very repeatable immediate results and all that kind of stuff and I was brought up the way that money is nothing easy to to get, you know. It's 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 connected to stress, it's connected to pain. So since I think we all here in this room and a lot of artists love really what they do, uh, we kind of feel guilty to charge money for something that we love to do, which is incredibly stupid, but well, for me it was a truth. Because I always, I mean, I was brought up that way and the most people around me go to work and then they make, they give, they get money in exchange for their lifetime. And then when they have like their, their free time and the weekends, that's when they like live, you know, and, and have fun or go to the movies or, or, or go to the holidays. And I mean, I was, I was having fun doing what I did. And, and so I always had this, since I didn't have uh, like I, I, I wasn't lying in bed Sunday evening and say, oh, it's Monday again tomorrow. Now I have to get up and there's my stupid boss and my horrible clients and my whatever. I was I was actually pretty happy and I was also working the weekends and uh, because weekend for me was like nothing to to just stop having fun, you know. And I think if 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 um, if we can manage with ourselves to actually allow us to have fun and make money, 
which is uh, not as easy as it sounds, at least it wasn't for me. I think this, this can help a lot. Um, a, lot of, a lot of my friends who are also actors or, or, or musicians, singers, they all have the same problem, you know. They, when it comes to money, it's something very strange. It's something very, like, it's, it's, it's toxic. It's not, it's not easy to get. And so having fun and getting paid for, some, for something that is fun for you is, uh, is, is strange in the beginning. And I think that's what also the, the Subrise Education shows us, that it's absolutely okay to, um, to work and to have fun and to get paid very well because that's what we're worth and we do so so many good things you know and we need to prepare so much to actually perform on a high level if it's a musician or if it's a photographer or if it's an actor it takes years of training uh, a lot of invests in gear or in instruments or in whatever and then you have these brief moments when you are with your client and that's when you really are on stage and performing or when you're in front of, a, of an audience and, and you want to play two three hours but you have to learn this instrument rehearse with the band every week and, and, and get all the stuff in the trunk and, and move it there and, and, and all this pain, there is pain in it, you know. But still, it's a lot of fun to work and so I think it's absolutely okay for all of us to charge money with, with, um, with, um, yeah, with pride in that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, as Sue says in the self-value video on SBE, you have to choose your pain. You absolutely. know, you have to choose which, which pain is that you're, you're going to just go ahead and say, okay, that's it. That's what I'm going to go with, and I'm going to move forward and grow from this. So, yeah. well, thank you so much, Oliver. We really appreciate your your share with us. So, um, it is time for us to wrap this conversation up. So, I just want to say thank you to Lenka and Anne for coming in today. And um, Lenka, thank you so much for um, t- filling in for Nikki. We really appreciate that. And you should definitely check out their websites if you haven't. Lenka is Lenka Jones Portrait, and Anne is Anne Photography. And then also make sure that you follow them on Instagram. If you click on their their picture in here, it'll, you can go to their profile, and their Instagram account should be attached to that. Um, I just want to thank you all for coming today. Um, it really is a wonderful group of people in this room. I recognize a lot of you. So um, I just wanted to say in the end here that the Portrait System is a podcast uh, hosted by Nikki Klosser, and it features people, ph- photographers who have used the Sue Bryce method, Sue Bryce education, to just better their businesses. And so if you're not familiar with that, check out SueBriceEducation.com slash podcast. It's totally free. You can just listen to it on your preferred podcast platform. Um, if you are a Subrice Education member and you'd like to continue the conversation with Lenka and Anne, you can always go to our members-only Facebook group and tag them both in a post in that group, and they'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. And then if you're not familiar with Subrice Education and you'd like to learn more about us, you can always email me at support at subriceeducation.com. And I just want to say something real quick in regards to self-value. It's, it's just... It's so important for your business, but really every aspect of your life is going to improve the more self-value work that you put in. All of your relationships, you know, just just everything. Everything only gets better the more time that you invest in yourself. And I just want to also say that Sue actually did a TED Talk um, two Januarys ago, 
And so if you want to Google um, just Sue Bryce TED Talk or TEDx Talk, um, I'm sure you can find it. I think it's on YouTube as well. So um, just that's a really great resource that's just out there. I was really lucky to attend that TED Talk in person and, you know, sitting there in the front row watching her give this talk, I was pretty much in, in tears for a good chunk of the experience. So it was really powerful. Um, it's a you. brilliant TED Talk, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's it's really great. So uh, thank you all. Thank you, Linka. Thank you again, Anne. And goodbye, everyone. Thank you for thank having you, us. Thank you, Ella, for having us. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love, and there are posing downloads, lighting downloads, I mean truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.